Sweet. Take it away, Scorsese. all right what's up welcome back everyone to a, a another another fantastic wrap-up show from top rope wrestling talk this time for of course takeover in your house which was a damn good show yeah it was pretty good i'll give them that i, mm-hmm. I can't i can't front um it was it was beautiful um i am once again joined by by the founder the high class one mjf just wishes to this day he was as fly as this man yes he does one and Damn, that felt good. Yes, I am. <laughs> and of course, you know me. I'm the one and only, the greatest champ that ever stepped in foot, of this, foot in this bitch, the South Philly psycho. I'm down. <laughs> and and we had a we had a great pay per view. We had a big turnout for our forums. And uh, now that all the dust is settled and and EO is the new champion, I know I'm getting ahead of myself, but that shit got me hyped. <laughs> I, I I gotta get into uh, our prediction form because we are also this will be on YouTube, but we're broadcasting live from our Facebook group. And uh, if you don't know yet, it's Top Pro Wrestling Talk. Search it out. Invite on Facebook. On Facebook, search us out. Invite, come chat, come chill. We're good. Join us. We got a great group, y'all. Like, there's a lot of groups with a lot of Muppets out there. This is not one of them. No. So, let me get my sound down because I want to make sure I can keep up on the comments too. (laughs) All right. And, uh, oh, there's Brian. Hey, what's going on, Brian? Good to see you survive takeover. I know you were in the thread with us. Thanks for sticking around. Um, we got a couple of people showing up to, to begin with, so I guess we're just going to start and we're just going to announce these champions and then we're going to go into a wrap up. So, uh, we'll start from the bottom and, and bottom means you were top five. So congratulations. Cause you're all, you're all getting champs, championships. You're all winners. So we're going to start from tag team. We're going to work our way up the new Tag NXT tag team champions after takeover are none other than Top Rope's own Evil Evan, <laughs> which is good. We gotta have we gotta have someone repping the admin team, you know the yeah the man show, the show team the the host the the horseman. So it's good more gold for the horseman. I'm happy about that. And Adam H. I don't want to say his full name because, like I said, this might go on YouTube and. I, I was afraid if I just said Adam, the wrong guy might get the wrong idea. No, it was not you. You did not win. Adam H., you are the co-holder of the Tag Team Championships with Evil Evan. Congratulations, guys. We'll see you wherever the next takeover is. I have no clue. Never. Then we have the North American champion, which was basically third place. And, and that's none other than David W. Again, not trying to use last names. Just in case I didn't get a chance to ask, I just jumped on. So congratulations, David. You are you are the nor- the new North American champion. Yay! Hell yeah, man. And we actually had a tie for the top. But we had a tie between a female and a male. So number one, an an NXT women's champion is none other than my wife, Kathy. Yeah. Oh shit, yes. she's back there. I didn't even know she came <laughs> I out. Heard she- that. She was, yes. she was putting DJ to sleep, and I thought she was back there with him reading him a story. All of a sudden, just here, yes! I'm like, <laughs> 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 it's okay, boo-boo. Um, 
yes, congratulations. You were tied for first, and you are the new NXT. Well, not, not even new, because you had it coming in, so you defended your title. Yeah. You, me, and maybe three other people are, are, are the only ones that have ever defended a title in two years. So congratulations yeah. on that. And uh, tied for number one happens to be a male so he happens to be nxt champion and i think it's his first champion and and he's watching along with us right now congratulations brian what's going on man congratulations and new nxt champion and that is undisputed yes (laughs) so Thank you, everybody, for putting the forums in, for sticking around, going through the discussion thread with us, and then popping back in here as I see our numbers starting to come up. Much appreciated. I know it's a long night. At least it wasn't as long as WrestleMania, though. So <laughs> Actually, we were done before 10. Right? I might, actually a, get to, I might actually get to bed at a decent time. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. That was a really short pay-per-view. It was, but it felt, it didn't feel short. Like it was so, it, it sucked you in. <laughs> but no, no, you're right. But doesn't that feel really short for a takeover? Mm. Like takeover usually has solid 15 to 20 minute matches all the way through. For a takeover, maybe. They usually get about three hours or so, depending on the card. But again, I think that's where uh, WWE is going these days because Money in the Bank was like two and a half hours. We're out. Takeover, two and a half hours, we're out. (laughs) I think they finally got tired of listening to people say, like, your pay-per-views are too long. Brian Brian just said birthday last Monday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Brian. And and new champ tonight. You're welcome. You earned it, man. Yeah, thank you. You earned it. You filled out the form. You picked them all. You got the tiebreakers. You are the champ, baby. Congratulations. Robert, TakeOver was awesome. Yeah, TakeOver was great, Robert. If you can check it out, definitely you find a way to do it because it, it was it was great. It was wonderful all the way through. Um, let's see. Since you have the comments up, I'm going to go back to this. And, and I guess we'll just do, you know, what's become kind of a tradition when we do wrap-up shows or, or, hot, or kind of recap things. And we'll go into a, a lovely segment we like to call The Good. Even, even hmm? uh, I was gonna say, even Brian said uh, it. It felt short. Short. He said felt pretty damn short. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So now that's good. Now we got that in. We're gonna go. We're gonna go. We're gonna move on to the good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> and uh. I'll start with high class since I've been yakking for a few minutes here. What was your uh, what was your good from takeover in your house? Like the number one because I'm no I know there were probably a few. Oh, there there was definitely a few. Uh, the good I will actually have to give it to that six woman tag. It was actually pretty good. Like it it, it was good. It was better than I thought it was going to be, and I figured that's what would happen. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of saw it going in a different way, but I was, I was clearly, I was, I was wrong. I'm, I'm happy to be wrong because I'm not a huge fan of like Dakota, especially. Raquel, yeah. like meh, and, and Candice, I don't know. I love, I love the new character. I, I, I want to like her. Then every time I see her, I'm just like, meh. <laughs> they were like team, meh. Yeah. So I didn't really want them to win. I just figured they would because, as you said on the kickoff, heels do it better. But I was glad the way it turned out. It was uh, it was pretty good. I have to say, like my my good immediately because I'm still excited about it is is Io Shirai taking home the women's championship. Yeah, I mean she's she's done so much, gone head to head with everyone, come so close. So to get that moment and hold that title up, I don't know how long it's going to last. But it was nice to finally see after everything she's been through and turning heel and, and kind of getting, you know, pushed back because, like, Rhea took over and then Charlotte came in and she was just kind of an afterthought. It's nice to see her get back into that spot, like, because she damn, she damn well deserves it. Absolutely. So congratulations, EO. Um, well, that and she was starting to leave. but Well, yeah, but, I mean, she had done that a while back now. 
And that was when they turned her heel. Mm-hmm. And they still hadn't really pushed her or done much with her. And then all of a sudden this came up and you kind of thought like, all right, well, either Charlotte's just going to keep being Charlotte or Rhea's going to win. So we get a, like a rubber match with her yeah. and Charlotte. But I don't think there, there really weren't a lot of people, even in our prediction forms, who had picked her. Mm, I think there was like seven. Maybe. Out of everyone. And, and for good reason, because you just figured, well, you know, yeah, she won the, she won the contract, but she's just kind of filler for, you know, until we get to a bigger pay-per-view or, or a bit, or a big four or something like that. And we'll get Charlotte versus Rhea again. But I was glad they did this. I'm very excited for her. I love EO with a, with a passion. My wife is technically the new EO Shirai of top rope wrestling talk. I'm sure that makes her happy. I'm waiting to see if I hear anything in the background now. What's up, Peter? It certainly does. <laughs> oh, man. my And my feed stopped working when I switched back to it. There we go. Hey, Peter, what's going on, man? Peter! <laughs> Even Robert's like, wait, whoa, EO's the yeah. champ? Yes. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yep, it happened. And he also said that Charlotte doesn't have a lot to prove. And she really doesn't. I mean... She's what, like an eleven-time champion now? Like, she really doesn't have a, a, a whole hell of a lot to prove. I'm wondering if they'll kind of keep her with the NXT roster, get her back in that title picture, or if they're just going to move her, you know, to like somewhere else. Like, I know you had said earlier she has to kind of take up for where where Becky left off, and mm-hmm. so maybe she'll get in the picture with Oscar. I'm almost wondering because she had that little mini beef with her too before takeover, like a few weeks back, if she'll maybe get in the mix with Bailey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. And and poor Sasha is just sitting there like I was. You guys were like my weed carriers at one point, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and now she's tag team champ again. Yay. So we're digressing totally away from in your house right now. We really are. At least we're still talking about NXT alums. Yeah. <laughs> we're on kind yeah. of the track. We're like one wheel off. We haven't fully derailed yet. If we start talking about another promotion, then we've derailed. <laughs> so even, I think we're good. Even Peter said that she needs to go back to Raw or SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> Brian said as long as as long as Charlotte doesn't win that belt. I'm happy. So I'm happy for EO. Yeah. It's kind of a, I think that was kind of the mindset coming into this. Like anybody that takes that belt from Charlotte, I'm going to be happy about. Yeah. And if I'm wrong, you guys can clearly chime in and, and tell me, you know, in, in our comments here as we roll. And if you have any questions or any, any moments from the pay-per-view, drop them in. We'll be happy to throw them in as we go. Now, uh, moving on. What was your your bad moment from takeover in your house, Percy? Honestly, probably the back brawl. The back lot brawl. Yeah, I was gonna say and the same it, thing. it was filmed cinematically. I mean, it was it was a good match, but like they're killing the cinematic matches now. Like they're. Yeah, it definitely was. Little... It. They're overplaying it. They're overhyping it. They're overdoing it. It's almost like they're trying to kill it. So whenever someone else uses it, it's like, uh, okay. Oh, here we go again. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It just, again, I, I hate to, I hate to bring it up because it's from another promotion. So everybody just take a deep breath and bear with me. Okay. But it just felt like it was NXT's kind of knee jerk reaction to the stadium stampede a week or two ago. Yeah, it could be. It could be. You know, like, oh, you came out with this, and now we got to come back with this. And it doesn't How really about work. Charlotte as AEW's women's champ? <laughs> that was Robert's question. Well, Robert, it would take a lot to get that to happen, but I wouldn't mind seeing it. She, at this point, honestly, the only thing left for her is to leave and go other places. If she yeah. wants to be considered the greatest women's wrestler ever – and she really means that. And it's just not WWE talk. She needs to go to New Japan. Or not New Japan, but um, what's the company they just bought? 
stardom stardom (laughs) she needs to go to stardom she needs to go to friggin aew she needs to go to these places if she literally wants to be considered the greatest wrestler ever Uh, i hear you but i think she's also quite content with like making this making a damn good paycheck and and pulling in these titles left and right because she never seems to be very far from the title picture even Uh you know after she lost to to bailey with the money in the bank she was in title contention she then she pulls this nxt title you know at wrestlemania and people were actually um is mad the word for it because it seemed like more than mad when she beat rhea (laughs) at wrestlemania and so this kind of made up for it but like she's still going to be in the title picture there she's still going to be one of the top women on any roster if not all three because she really has been working all three since she won this title so i think she's kind of happy where she's at my bad was definitely the back a lot for all i mean you, you had such you, you know you've seen him over and over time and time again you know adam cole and and velveteen dream are tremendous wrestlers if you're going to use a gimmick match, it's usually to either, you know, protect somebody who's, who's getting older, like they did at WrestleMania with, with John Cena and The Undertaker, or it's to just cause something wild and crazy and chaotic like the stadium stampede did. Yeah. This did neither one of those two things. Like, these guys are not old and over the hill and needing to be protected. This was not over the top and chaotic. It had a, it had a few moments. Yeah. Those moments you, I think even Mauro Ranello referred to them, like those moments you kind of saw in ECW in the early, in like the mid nineties. So it wasn't like you were sitting there going, Oh my God. You were just like, really? <laughs> it didn't, it didn't feel right. But you know, and again, I, I kind of find like my theory to be accurate that if, if Velveteen Dream had not gotten, Knee, you know, knee deep into some some allegations and had a current investigation pending, he probably would not have lost that match. Robert makes a makes a very good point, and I kind of agree with him. Let me let me grab my phone, get a little closer to me. Oh, is this the one uh, where he says, "If it's a backlot brawl, I still hold Piper versus Goldust as a standard." Absolutely, and we talk about that match numerous times on here. Yeah, we brought it up in the uh, the kickoff show because that was yeah. like the last backlot brawl they had, and they even had it like with the bat on the backdrop of the uh, OJ Simpson chase with the white Bronco and everything, <laughs> and that was good. That was funny. It was you know it was dramatic. It was chaotic. You hadn't seen anything like it. It was kind of you know spliced together, but it was also a long time ago. So that was really all they could do. But at the time, you thought, "Wow, this is pretty cool." At least yeah. I did when I was a kid. You know, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's definitely the backlot brawl to end it all. I hate to bring up a stupid gimmick that they used on Raw, but but that really is. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, Peter said he liked the Dexter kidnapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like that it. too. I did like that moment. That was cool. But the rest of it was just kind of, mm, you know, um. And I'm trying to think of one. I don't know if I have it, but I'll I'll see if uh, I'll see if Brucey does. Do you have an ugly moment from in your house? And it's not that it was a bad match or it was horrible or um like it there was nothing like ugly about the match. It was the squashing of Champa. Like that that right there that was is ugly. That right there is like the only. Don't get me wrong, Karrion Cross is a freaking beast. I said it in the thread. Like I've only seen all his earlier stuff. Like he's evolved. Dude's amazing. Um, he really is. And he's gonna fit that role perfectly, perfectly. He needs to keep that same entrance every time he comes out because that was awesome. Yeah. Um, oh no, that's pretty much his uh, his par for the course entrance from what I've seen on NXT so far. Scarlet definitely upped her outfit game a little bit tonight. Yes. Oh, my. I need that fan to get on high now because, whew, it's hot. Is my wife still behind me? I can't tell. I might be in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, did you think Scarlet was hot? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
But yeah, that that was definitely an ugly moment. I don't even know if I want to call that ugly in a bad way. It's not. It's no. And that's what I was trying to say. Like, it's not ugly in like a bad way. It was just ugly because that's not what should have happened. No, but it it also goes back to when we talked about, uh, we had a question from a fan on Twitter who asked us, you know, how would we book like the first feud with Karrion and Cross, and we all yeah. gave title matches to mm-hmm. Karrion and Cross, like feuds with champions, because we thought he was on that level. Him coming in and squashing the Blackheart the way that he did, oops, proves that he's on that level. Yes. So why he didn't? While he didn't come in and immediately get like a shot at Keith Lee or Adam Cole or something, he proved like you could put me in the ring with these guys today and I'll run over them. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it was ugly, but ugly in a good way. My uh, my ugly was more of a in a bad way, just because I'm kind of tired of seeing it. And if you remember, there was a point in that six man match where or six woman match. I'm sorry, where where I forget who I'm trying to remember who it was, but somebody was about to come off the top rope, and everybody's on the floor, and they do that whole let's huddle up and hug until yeah. she flips, so we can catch her thing. Like they're not fighting. They're not brawling. They're not pulling each other's hair. They're just all kind of bunched together with their yeah, arms around waiting. each other. They're waiting. They're waiting for like that that trust fall moment. Just yeah. wee, we got you, girl. You know, I I'm I don't care if it's women, men, anything in general. If you're gonna have those kind of spots, at least make it look like you're unaware that that person is about it's to coming. come off the top rope. Suspend that belief because otherwise it just you just look like crash test dummies waiting there like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know and, and we don't we don't need that we just don't there there's no like like I, I of course obviously we know this is kind of a scripted combat but but at the same time like you just don't need to be standing there waiting for somebody to fall on you that's not even con- that, I don't know what that is I don't know what to call it. <laughs> Muppetry is what it is. <laughs> walk away. Brian, Brian cracks me up. He goes, he's talking about Scarlett, and he says she should stay on NXT. I would never trust crazy ass Vince with knowing how to how to use Scarlett on Raw or SmackDown. No, no. <laughs> I'm not even sure Scarlett will ever get in the ring. And and fine. she should. She's actually good. No, I agree. But if they don't put her in the ring and they just leave her as this valet, like this this. Um, new age kind of kind of woman type. Yeah, you know, second coming. I'm I'm totally I'm okay cool with, with that. Mm-hmm. I'm totally Absolutely. cool. Absolutely, mine. That. Oh crap! Do you still have the comments up? Yeah, I do. Okay, because mine just took a shit. So if you can see the comments, then we're all good because we'll get them in that way. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Plus, I can go back to the soundboard, which is even cool. <laughs> But yeah, they if they want to build her as like a strict valet and they don't want to put her in the ring and they want to kind of make her just, you know, crosses like demonic dominatrix type, you know, uh, you know, escort out to and whatever. I'm good with that. I think she'll be using like a Selena Vega type role. Like yeah. she valets 90% of the times and then like battle royals and a match here and there. Yeah, they both rock the patent leather, so I'm okay with that. <laughs> no, that's the perfect thing. Like I know Zelina gets in the ring from time to time. Rob Robert said uh Vince would use Scarlet like Sable. <laughs> yeah, no, please no. God no. I don't I don't I don't think Mr. Cross would appreciate that. No, not at all. No, Cross would be mad as hell. I would not want to be on that man's bad side. No, I, I can imagine it's it's not a good place to be. I mean, I, there are a few people I don't want mad at me in this world, and, and, and Cross is one of them. Yeah. But, yeah, that was uh, – but yeah, just and, – and just stop with the damn trust falls. I don't care if it's AEW, yeah. NXT, WWE, whatever. Just just cut that shit out. <laughs> yeah. There there were some – you know, there were some, some great matches on this card, like – I loved Finn Balor and and Damian Priest. Bonus ugly. Those pants Priest were rocking. Oh, Um, my God. What the fuck? It it may have even been PETA who had said it in the thread, but he was like, I think he stole Ripley's pants from WrestleMania. And I was like, yeah, it kind of looks like he did. (laughs) Dude, like, I think those pants ruined that match for me. 
They almost did, but it was still so good. Like that. It was. That shot that Finn gave him when he was on the apron and he just fell backwards onto the ring steps and you heard that like. Oh. Oh. That was nasty. Oh, that was brutal. I was like, oh, you my know God. he's gonna be sore in the morning. Some of those spots like were just crazy, like that stair spot, and then and then EO coming off the top of the house and, and I knew something body like that and, was gonna happen. You know, like Rhea and Charlotte. That was amazing. Um I honestly thought Dream was gonna drop the elbow from the top of the truck. I did too. Well, I thought he was getting the ladder so he could like make his way up into the monster truck and climb mm-hmm. to like the, the roof of it and just come off on Adam Cole. But then when he got on the ladder and it's like two feet above the car, you're like, okay. And it's a straight down drop. He doesn't have a position where he jumps out. It's like straight down. Right. And then as soon as you heard the horn blowing, you knew it was undisputed error. And you're like, okay, here we go again. It would have been much better too, by the way, if, if Loomis would have just thrown them like in the back of that monster truck and drove off. Yeah, he didn't. Instead of chucking them in their own car. He didn't fulfill the picture. Yeah, he almost... Almost fulfilled the high-class prophecy. You know, I, I I think the reason why is because Kyle O'Reilly wasn't there. Because mm. if he had three of them, he couldn't fit all three of them in that trunk. He'd have to Stop. put them in the back of the truck. I don't know where Kyle O'Reilly was or what happened. Yeah, he hasn't but... been around for a while. I don't know if he just took off like well, after he was the whole. In the la- he was in the limo video where they took Adam Cole to the restaurant for 365 days of being champ and all yeah. of that stuff. But, I mean, he but, hasn't been on, like, NXT TV lately, so I'm wondering if he's one of those guys that just said, COVID, I'm staying home. Fuck that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that could be it. Thank God they don't have a title to strip off of him. Right. That's 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 another thing that I'm trying to – like, it, it doesn't seem like Sammy's get, Sammy getting stripped was a work, and we heard all the reports of, of Vince getting mad at, at Roman Reigns for – deciding to stay home instead of getting into a title match at WrestleMania. My whole question is why would WWE tell these guys they have the option and and say, you know, basically like no heat, stay home, do what you want, be safe, be with your families. That's what they do. But then when they do, you strip them titles, Mm -hmm. you start complaining and immediately those guys draw heat. So if you were gonna, Why'd you give him the option? Yeah. You look just as bad being pissy over it as you do saying it's mandatory that you show up. So I don't get why they would put it, it, it you know, because the way they did it, it makes you look hypocritical and then it yeah. makes you look just as dumb. Cause it's yeah. dumb to say it's mandatory for you to come, but it's also dumb to say you can stay home if you want no heat and then strip people of titles and get pissed at them and, and you know, all this other stuff. So just say it's mandatory. At least, at least then you don't look like hypocrites. Mm-hmm. You're gonna look like assholes either way. Just skip one, you know. Yeah. yeah. And and can we take a moment now that I've uh, now that I've gotten that out off my chest? Can we take a moment and discuss some of these like throwback commercials and Todd Pettengill? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Ico Pro was probably my favorite. I love the ice cream bars. Like, as soon as they saw them, I was like, I want ice cream. Fuck. Even in the thread, I was like, somebody bring me ice cream. And my brother was out because he'd work and he saw it and he actually stopped at Dairy Queen and brought me a fucking Sunday. I was like, dude. Because <laughs> <laughs> they kept playing that ice cream sandwich commercial. And I was like, fuck, I really want ice cream. Damn you, NXT. And then my brother shows up and he's like, here, I got you a Sunday from Dairy Queen. I was like, oh. Thank you. How pissed off does that make Ad- Does that make CM Punk? What did I get ice cream? <laughs> no, that they've got the ice cream bars out now. Oh, that they that they joked about the ice. I don't know if they're really going to be out or if that was just like a takeover throwback commercial. Wait a minute, Kathy has something to say. I don't. What are you saying? Hang on, I'll look it up. Kathy says, "Hang on, I'll look it up." We still have a stat girl. Hey, yes. So. <laughs> So the guys are guys in the chat room were telling me that uh, O'Reilly is actually a diabetic. Oh um, yeah, and and that's that's one. pretty much why he's staying home right now. From what I'm understanding, I'm not gonna go through and read every comment, but that's what that's what is being said. 
No, that makes total. That, I've I've heard that before, and it kind of skipped my mind. So thank you. See these group members we got, man. They're very knowledgeable. Even if even if they're just googling, like they'll tell you what's going on, man. I I love these people. Like Facebook is where it started, and that's where we come back to because that's where it's at. <laughs> but um, yeah, just just and Todd Pettengill talking about the merch and then giving the oh. nine hundred line. Oh my God, I was laughing my ass off. Oh wait, I forgot. Modern technology has killed the 900 numbers. So we're going to go to uh, our social medias. We're going to go to our Instagram, our Twitter, and my favorite, AOL chat. You see DX, you see Shawn Michaels, a road dog, and Triple H with glasses on, like kind of staring at banging on the computer, banging on an old school computer. Oh, my God, I was cracking up laughing. <laughs> like they need to do this more than once. I hope this isn't just like, okay, we did it in your house. We're done. They need to do this again. Once a year. Oh, once a year. Like Yeah, like a once a year thing. Like war games. Hmm. Exactly. That would be beautiful because it was it was so funny. It was pulled off so well. I I even if I could give it another bonus ugly moment, Johnny Gargano locking the front door and then sticking it down his man Dude, panties. He, he really wrestled the whole match with keys right in his junk. Like right next to his How junk. did he not how did he not like stab himself? I don't know. He there had to be God. There had to be some chafing in the least. <laughs> minus the chafing and the keys and the junk. That was probably my match of the night. It was a good match. The the that, only problem and that, I said something yeah. like this in the thread because all of a sudden I must have got like possessed by classy Freddie Blassie. But I said there is no way that this pencil neck geek could hang with Keith Lee this long. Ever. I don't care if his hands hurt. I don't care if you gouge out one of his eyes. Look at him and look at you. That was the only thing that kind of had me. I still loved it. I thought it was a good match, but it was the only thing that I got kind of upset uh, upset about was okay. the uh, the the fact that like Johnny Gargano is probably maybe my size, maybe not even as tall, maybe the same weight. I know for a fact that no matter what, like even in my prime, I'm not lasting that long, Keith Lee. Like nobody does. <laughs> But, I mean, he still has to live up to Johnny Takeover. And that's what they let him do. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah, going back to your point, I, I now I can see CM Punk being mad because, you know, where are my ice cream bars and that kind of stuff. I almost forgot about that line because it's been so long. Yeah. It's been around. It's also been a while since we could mention CM Punk without somebody melting down. So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's, I can, ex I would expect some angry tweets in the next 12 to 18 hours. <laughs> yeah. Is this like their way of enticing CM Punk to come to NXT? Like, look, we've got, we've got ice cream bars. Or to piss him off because he signed with Fox and not them. Well, that's what I mean. Is that like how they get him under contract? Look, you can have an ice cream bar. See? Right. We have one right here with you, ice cream. with you on it. All you got to do is show up. You can go to NXT. Triple H likes you. You know? <laughs> yeah, they're besties. Oh, yeah. They're total besties. They're like this. They're like peas and carrots. Yep. They're like peanut butter and jelly. Old Paul and Phil are buddy-buddy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I think the couple name is Philip Hall, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> they love one another. Like, they, they make a perfect match. I think Triple H was invited to his to Punk's wedding, but then he got fired, so he didn't show up. <laughs> Robert, calls him, Robert calls him Johnny Crotch Spot. <laughs> right? Um, that's got to be like his new chant from now on. Johnny Crotchbot. <laughs> <laughs> that's, oh, that's good. I like that, Robert. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, even the joke about how the house will not be a prize this year. <laughs> that was great. That was terrible. Like, I, I love the, I love this is how you should use nostalgia in WWE. Yes. You kind of give it that, that current flavor, kind of joke about it. You don't have to trot Goldberg back in the ring when he can't even go anymore. You need to do stuff like this. 
because mm -hmm. this works. You know, it, it, it works in other companies and not just AEW. Like MLW has used a few of these like old nostalgic matches. They changed the name. You know, it's not War Games. It's the War Chamber, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, Blood and guts. Yeah, you know, like it, this is how it works. You You don't just drag old timers into a ring when they clearly can't do it anymore and say, hey, go have a title match. You do a, a show like this and you kind of bring people back to when this stuff happened and you joke about it a little, you, you, up, you, you bring it to modern times a little bit. Because they even had a doorknob cam or, or, or a, a doorbell, doorbell camera. camera. You know, yep. like in your house with a doorbell camera. I never thought I'd see the day. <laughs> it was awesome. But that's that's how you do it you know it, it's it's better that way it freshes it up it, it it reminds you of what used to be and then you laugh when you see you know todd pettengill talking about 900 numbers and aol chats and all this bullshit <laughs> yeah i mean but that's the thing is like triple h and sean and road dog know how to do this stuff they they're as much in touch with what the fans want to see. And that's why I think NXT is so successful because those guys actually semi sort of listen and they watch other stuff. They say they don't, but they do. And that's how they are at where they're at with their product. No, I, I completely agree. And if anything, I just tell Vince McMahon, like step back, stop trying to make it a WWE, a WWE show like you do with raw and SmackDown. Just let these guys do what they do because they hit on a, on a perfect formula that people love and you're chipping away at that, trying to turn it into another version of like, I don't care what you want to call it. You could say black and gold SmackDown or raw. We don't need that. That's not what NXT was about. That's never what it was about. It was like, Oh, well the Indies are killing us. Why don't we come up with some kind of show that makes it feel more like the Indies and call yeah. it a developmental brand and, and whatever. Just because they're part of your main roster now doesn't mean they have to do things the way that you do them. Yep. They dominated at, Sur at Survivor Series yes. because they did things differently. So let them do it. <laughs> Just stop trying to manage it and let them do what they do. That's, where, that's why they're here. But um, I'm trying to think of, man, anything else. Uh, I'm going through of like, okay, yeah, we covered Damian Priest pants because God horrible. Oh, covered some God. of the spots. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I, I almost felt bad for Keith Lee. It's like, how many times is this guy going to almost have his eye ripped out by a hipster? Both of them. Both of both them. Both of them. You know, both of them. Like, like I know, uh, I know, but uh, I know whether he's champ or not, he's going to wrestle again. He kind of needs to see. Can you get off his eyes with these keys? Like, what's wrong <laughs> But I mean, that was, I think it was perfectly played by Gargano. And it, and the story they told about big man versus little man, David versus Goliath was probably one of the better ones that I've seen in a while. Like we see that story a lot, but that, that, that was told very well. Yeah. My eyes. Oh, don't get me wrong. I didn't expect it to be something like, you know, put in Marco stunt versus your name here. Could be Archer, could be whoever. <laughs> And I did not expect that to be Keith Lee and Johnny Gargano. There were just some moments where I was like, all right, he's winning this just a little too much. Just, 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 you know, just a little too much. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. I get what you're saying. Like there were points in that match where you actually thought he might win. You're like, holy, no, really? Oh, thank God. Whew. You know, it, it built for high drama, which I liked, but at the same time, it's like, okay, just get to be much now. Let's 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 end this. And and once Keith Lee ended it, it you you knew it was over. It was like two spirit bombs, you know, just yeah. picking back up. <laughs> and with the the big bang catastrophe, the right? Big bang, yeah, the big bang. That's why do they get such long names for their finished moves? I don't know. Why can't you just really call it the big bang? Right? It is 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 that really an upgrade? Like you got the Big Bang and then you have the Big Bang catastrophe. They kind of feel like the same thing. Like it's just why? it's just a lot for me to get out of my mouth when I've already done a kickoff show and and now I'm doing a wrap up show and I'm kind of you know tired. Been work been working these working these lips and I'm just like 
Banyak banget <laughs> Oh, he's going back yeah. to the comments. Yeah, Robert, Robert, he made a really good point. He said, we have so much WWE content. They all look alike, but NXT is the WWE alternative, not the pro wrestling alternative. Yeah, that's, that, that's exactly what I was trying to say. They were like, they were like the underground for WWE. And, and yeah. it was cool. I also liked that he said uh, NXT Fight Club fe- featuring the fight pit. Right? But- that would be like a cool network special. Where every now and then, like maybe once every few weeks, you just put a couple of people together in matches and you throw it on the network and you put them in that fight pit like Riddle and Thatcher. And just there you go, the new brawl it. for all. It's better than the brawl for all. It really <laughs> Anything's better than the brawl for all. Anything. <laughs> Shockmaster's debut was better than the brawl for all. <laughs> there, I said it. Wow. Okay. What? You oh, you're going. Oh, I, I saw you looking down. I thought you saw a comment that made you say, "Wow!" No, 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 no. I was you. That was that was me commenting on you. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Johnny going through the plexiglass. Thank you, Peter. That was pretty fucking awesome yeah, too. That l- that, too. that little like Adam Cole remix where he just gave him the pounce and boom, right through the plexiglass. <laughs> Beth Phoenix made a comment after that. She goes, "I think we've got a new GIF." Yep. Yep, that one will be out in the next, uh, uh, probably right after the angry CM Punk tweets. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm having a strong premonition about that one. We'll get the punk tweets. So just a very strong premonition that, that we'll get the punk tweets, and then we'll get the gif. <laughs> Shortly after that, we'll get the ice cream bars. Which mm. <laughs> I'm gonna start looking for them. I'm telling you, man, I ate those when I was a kid. They were delicious. I was pissed when they went off the show. Like, ice cream men didn't have nobody. I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, man. I saved up my lunch money and everything. <laughs> my mom don't know I'm getting this right now. Right? She's at work. She don't know I'm spoiling my dinner. Mmm. Everybody's here. I come. You know? <laughs> I'll make sure I eat my veggies. Oh yeah, Brussels sprouts. Yeah, sure. Never again. This <laughs> ice cream bars. That's my di- that's my breakfast now. Fuck all that. Shockmaster. Yeah, Robert's laughing yeah, at the Shockmaster comment. Still better than the brawl for all, man. That was terrible. I, that's. It, Am I the only one that liked it? It 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 wasn't. The reason I say it was terrible is it got a lot of people hurt, and at the end the winner just gets knocked out by Butterbean and nothing really happens. So, like, why'd you do it? Like, even before Dark Side of the Ring, that was how I felt. Just, just, yeah. why'd you do it? Because, like, Bart Gunn got into a legit fight with other professional wrestlers, beat them all. Yeah. And then his big reward was getting knocked retarded by Butterbean at WrestleMania in, like, eight seconds. Yeah. It, shouldn't there be something more for that? If if you took all that time on TV to let it all play out and people got hurt, shouldn't you end up getting like some kind of title match? I don't even. I'm not even saying like, you know, oh, it's gonna be Bart Gunn and Stone Cold, but shouldn't you get like a like an Intercontinental title match? Or, or yeah. he was part of going into that. He was part of like the WWE version of Midnight Express with Bob Holly. Shouldn't he was they get also a, part of the Smoking Guns. Oh, I know. Before that, but then yeah. At the time of the brawl for all, he was actually part of the midnight, the new Midnight Express, and he had to fight Bob Holly in the first round, his tag team partner. So he wins the brawl for all. How about you give Midnight Express a tag team title match, or give him an Intercontinental title match? You don't have to like push him to the moon, but give him something as a reward other than some goofy gloves and being knocked silly by Butterbean. You know? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. That that part was retarded about it. They could have definitely done it a whole different way. And I think that's why they were talking about bringing it back to do it better. Well, that's why. Can. Also, it's why I like this fight pit because it makes things look legit when it when it isn't. It, it adds that extra level of like intensity because we obviously saw like Matt Riddle even even in losing that match was on another level that you hadn't seen him at like the, the aggression in him going after Satcher even after his teeth popped out now we're basically turning this into the NXT's hell in a cell here 
and eventually they're going to get it, – it's going to get – they're going to have – like that match was built for Thatcher and Matt Riddle. They're both cage fighters. It was built for them. That's, that's you know, but put, putting like a Finn Balor and, and some other guy that just wrestles in a fight pit, like I don't think it would be that good. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think it would either. You'd have to do like Scorsese said, get shooters and put them in these fight pit matches. Yeah. You know, even if it's not like NXT specifically, you get shooters from all over WWE and you put them in the in those fight pit matches. You have like a little network special every now and then, have two or three fights. That would be kind of cool. But I don't know if you could just do it. Don't do it as like a pay-per-view. Like we were talking about, like Hell in a Cell and every match isn't in a Hell in a Cell. Have a fight pit where every match is going to be in the fight pit. I don't care if it's two or three. Just have them all in the fight pit. Don't call it that and then give us matches in a regular ring. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. All fight pits. <laughs> um, oh, our NXT champ, Brian, just, just chimed in with boxing on a wrestling show? He's like, I'm still shocked Vince gave the green light to that brawl for all. I am too, but at the time, it you was know, the, that was the big craze. The the no rules boxing and and UFC had just hit mainstream. And true, and it was, it was also trend. it was also during the Monday Night Wars, and they were searching for ideas that nobody else was doing, and certainly nobody else was doing this in a wrestling promotion. So he thought this will probably give me an edge up on WCW and Nitro at the time. It didn't, but that's what he thought. So it probably went ahead as scheduled, and then after, and then afterwards, when WCW was still winning the ratings battle, he probably looked at it and went, "Maybe I shouldn't have done that." But he's not going to tell you that. No, hell no. Because <laughs> he's Vince McMahon. He's never wrong, ever. Well, except for when Triple H ha- hits twenty-five years, and then he'll come out randomly on a ramp and tell you all the things he did wrong, like, "Oh, Katie Vick, that was horrible." Oh. oh. Oh, a hand. Can you believe she had a hand? Oh, I don't get it. I thought it was good shit. You know? <laughs> and there go my comments again. Sorry, guys. Technology's a bitch. But, yeah, he's never going to tell you that. But he probably regrets it. I'm sure Dark Side of the Ring tried to reach out to him for common, you know, for, for his thoughts on it. and he Yeah, that'll never that. happen. The funniest thing is, no matter what these these... Dark Side of the Ring episodes are with Corny and, and Russo involved. They're always on the opposite sides fighting over shit. Does it? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like the Montreal Screwjob, they are tr- they are literally bending over backwards to fight over whose idea it was. And it was a fucking horrible idea, by the way. But they're fighting over who came up with Oh, I came up with it because I brought up this from wrestling in 30 years ago where the guy got bit, where it looked like the guy got bit, but his manager bit him. And then, Vin- and then Russo's just like, no, nah, Corny was in the bathroom, and I told him, Vince, let's do this. You know? <laughs> and they're trying to take credit for one of the worst goddamn ideas in wrestling history. Yeah. It, I, Can we put them in a fight pit? I would love to. Please, dear God, if, do it. Yeah, put them in a fight pit on a pole match and fucking Can we call just- it good. Can we do that? Can we stick them in a in a fight pit together, just Corny versus Russo, and and make it a death match? Like that would be great. And we'll put a a, a loser gets their podcast slash YouTube revoked, so we ain't got to listen to one of them. <laughs> yeah, really. Loser can never go can never do a show ever again. Not a podcast. Not a YouTube show. Not a nothing. Oh, please, dear God. Oh, please, someone make this happen. Vince, if you're listening, <laughs> there's it's, it's money. Money, Vince, let me it's, tell you, let me speak in your own terms. It's an attraction. <laughs> yes. I got to make sure he understands. Um, let's see. Robert asked, did anyone notice it's possible to do a scaffold match on WWE? I think that's a big negative. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, the, the closest thing we saw was, again, the fight pit because they had that little tiny platform at the top. Platform at the top. And you probably could, but I, I don't think you should. I don't think they ever will, too. And, and there's, there's one big reason for that. Owen Hart. 
Yeah. Brian said, put Corny and Russo in an electrified ring and a barbed wire steel cage. <laughs> how, about those, yeah. how about one of those old school, like, Japanese cage death matches where they, they put, a, like, like, something that looks like a bomb on a timer and they got two guys in a cage and the bomb comes down. And if you're still in the cage, you're getting blown up. But we don't let Corny or Russo out of the cage. Like, they're trying, they're climbing, we're, we're hitting them with tasers, we're shoving them back in until the bomb comes down. And then we're like, oops. My bad. Sorry. Perfect. That's work. <laughs> I'm down. I'm game. Let's 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 book it. I'd love to book it somewhere. On the on the fr- on the first top rope wrestling talk uh event, pay per view. That's our that's our that's our um main event. <laughs> top rope wrestling talk presents all splat. Yes. <laughs> Oh man, people would be cl- people would be climbing over one another for tickets. Like, oh my God, they're gonna go- they're gonna blow up. This is gonna be great. <laughs> and I swear, if they try if they try and back out, like at least me, Bruce, and Evil Evan will just grab them and drag them back into the ring. Just, nope, you signed a contract. I think we get every wrestler they ever talk shit about outside the ring as lumberjacks. <laughs> Yes. So if they do try to leave, like the entire the entire AW roster, just just and, line them. A- anybody in any company, just there around the ring. Oh no, I'm just saying it would be real easy. Like, oh yeah, one quick phone call. Hey Tony, we got Corny going into a. We got Corny and he's about to explode. We need you to get the roster, keep him in the ring. They'd be there in five minutes. <laughs> Oh, put Corny in. Let, let Paulie book Corny and Russo in an ECW grudge match. But yeah, then somebody's got to somebody's got to win. I want something where they both just get killed. A Taipei death match inside an electrified fence. There we with, go. Uh, with a bomb. There we go. All of it. All of it. Every gruesome. Oh my God, we shouldn't do that anymore. Kind of gimmick for a match. We just put it in. And it's a hell of a sell. It's a hell of yep. a cell. In fact, it's a war chamber. It's a cage on top of a cage on top of a cage. Yes. <laughs> the bomb goes through tears. Yes. And by the way, once the cage goes down, there's no doors. Yep. You're stuck. You can climb. You can kiss your ass goodbye. Either way, you're probably dead. That's that's fitting of, of Corny and Russo. I'm sorry. I had to say it. And that uh, beef. And again, now we have completely derailed from NXT TakeOver. Actually, I think we talked about everything else, and then we kind of fucking derailed. Actually, it was it was it was actually the comments that made us derail. I, I I'm just okay. Group's fault. Yeah, that's all right. We'll take it. We'll take it. You guys are talking about it. We'll take it. All oh, right, God. Peter. And again, have a good night. Good night, Peter. I, I love that he stays up till like three, four o'clock in the morning just to listen to us talk this shit. It, it's it's ridiculous. It's like, I love you, dude. <laughs> We can't even get Hope to do that, or we'd bring her on. <laughs> mm. She's probably too high. That's that's because I got high. Because I got high. I was gonna come Bro. on your show, and then I got high. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, guys, Takeover was a blast. I had a bunch of fun. It, uh, I'm I'm happy for I'm beyond happy for EO. Um, I think she's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm glad she finally got that title in her hands because just just seeing how close she came with Shayna Baszler and then, you know, apparently she started a trend because she turned heel and she attacked Candice. Now Candice is a heel, so you know, <laughs> right? So to see it all kind of culminate with her standing there and the confetti coming down like. Like Mara's a kind of Japan style, old school style, holding that belt in the middle of the ring. It was like, oh, feels. I just, I just want you to know she's now a baby face. You would think it's going to oh, be interesting. It, it is. She's like, gonna she's gonna keep the edgy edginess that she has, but she's gonna be a baby face. She's gonna she, be like a a champa baby face. She's gonna have an edge. She's gonna be one of those hybrid characters that like kind of, kind of baby face, kind of heel, kind of just thrown together. But, but she's EO, so you really don't care. Just like they did with Becky. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I think honestly, that's uh, that's all we got, and we're 
getting a little getting a little late here. So I guess we'll sign off for now and we will be back to you next Thursday. Um, oh, yeah, I'm back with a regular show, hopefully with all four horsemen and we will again go live in Facebook. So you guys can kind of enjoy the recording, get involved, you know, give us some questions, give us your comments. Cause that's been going so well between drunk upon a top rope, the last couple of recordings we did like without you guys, the show would not have been as good. So we will be back here next Thursday to record our episode, get everything going, get everyone involved that we can. And again, if you're watching this on YouTube and you don't know, come to Top Rope Wrestling Talk on Facebook and invite yourself. You get to basically get a look and get involved in our episodes before they even come out. Yeah. Kind of a perk. <laughs> you also have prediction forms. You have us talking about anything. You can post anything wrestling related. The only things we take down is if they're duplicates. Yep. And sometimes we even let them go. Because fuck it. Depends <laughs> on what kind of day it is. It just depends on how busy we are. But uh, you can definitely find us there. You can get glimpses. Um, we're also on Twitter at Top Rope WT. And of course, Instagram, which is at top underscore rope underscore wrestling underscore talk yes brucey already dropped a live video for us uh either myself or evil evan or wendy will be doing the next one and we've got a lot of stuff up there a lot of evil evan originals a lot of my goofy shit <laughs> trying to get bruce and wendy to throw a few pictures up there but we'll get there we'll get there um and you can find this show if you're if you're into podcasts or you want to take us on the go at anchor.fm backslash TRWT. Our website pops up. You'll see all our platforms, which are which are pretty much everywhere podcasts you are enjoyed, like like Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We even got iHeartRadio, which you will not yeah. find there. But if you go to iHeartRadio and search for Top Rope Wrestling Talk, you will find us. You can follow us. You can listen to us there if you have the app or if you're just on your computer. It, it, it's pretty cool. Um, I'm trying to think, did I cover every? Oh, and of course, to the guys in Top Rope Wrestling Talk, if it were anyone that's just maybe checking us out for the first time, please come to Fox Den Productions and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search for Fox Den Productions. We're one of maybe three and we're the only one that's active you will see Top Rope Wrestling Talk in the banner at the top. You know you're in the right place. <laughs> and if you are watching this video for the first time when we get it on YouTube, in the bottom right-hand corner, you're going to see a little Fox Den Production logo. If you, if you click that, it'll ask you if you want to subscribe. So it's literally click, click, done. Yep. I set it up that way. I'm good. I know I say I'm the master of, of none, but but that's kayfabe. <laughs> Why you got to break it, bro? Uh, everybody else does. I oh, figured I can too. <laughs> I kept it alive till I was in my 40s. I can break it now too. <laughs> I look nothing like David Schultz. I can break kayfabe whenever I <laughs> Okay. But yeah, we uh, we have, and, and you will not only see Top Rope Wrestling Talk, you'll see the other two shows that we're currently doing, um, Mutant Rejects, which is myself, my wife, and my brother. We talk about everything X-Men, MCU. We do movie reviews, we do interviews, we do all kinds of good stuff. There's also Drunk Upon a Time, which is really funny and, and, and really just random. Like people just basically throw stuff out to talk about. We crack jokes, we have drinks. It's great. It's a wonderful show to kick back and watch and just enjoy. Um, and it's a lot of content in one place. So if you're looking for something to do, Fox 10 Productions has got you. <laughs> Okay. You got a little something for everybody. You may even see my wife on a few of these shows because she co-hosts Rejects with me and she pops in on Drunk Upon a Time with her itty-bitty bottles of wine. It's so funny. <laughs> it's like, I have an airplane bottle of wine. <laughs> but for now, for the high-class one for me, we will see you next Thursday. Fuck yeah. Thank everybody for getting involved in TakeOver, and, and congratulations to all the champs, especially Brian and Kathy, for being tied for first place. Congratulations, guys.
You guys rock. We will see you soon. Peace. <laughs> Deuces. Sim Squad Flyboys, that's my logo. logo. You already know, though. No, no. It's PBS and Nation Gang. My niggas getting dodo. You pussy niggas, Frodo's fucking hobos looking so so. Okay, shot is slow mo. Haters salty like a dobo. Coco, we get loco. loco. Hit them cash is so no. Oh, no. You rap it, then we live it. Cause we soak me on the promo. promo. Classy, pretty, blasty bitches. Why you acting sassy? Can't stop and I won't stop. Get some ditty to your cassie. No shiny suits, I'm spazzing. I'm so flashy. Talking out your ass, goddammit. I'm just speaking cash shit. Haters get the shake it like they mama named the cash shit. Father, all these rap wrestlers pay homage to me, bastards. Sorry, I don't claim you. That's just what this fame do. 